Live on Saturday night. Oh, wait, we're Monday. Tuesday. When are we? <laughs> no, Monday. we're Monday. And welcome to episode 125 of Ripping the Rack podcast. I am your host, Tim. With me today is the king of the north, Calvin. What's up? What's up? We're here. Uh, not with us at the moment is the Coastal Crusader, Mr. Brian, as he Technical is having difficulties. Some... I wish we could have I wish we could have the TV screen where we can put <sighs> we'll be right back and have the little like uh nuclear sign or whatever they put. We'll oh, be right man. back. I, I wish I could I wish I could do that. We are having technical difficulties. So Brian is having some technical difficulties. Oh, oh, and he's he's back, folks. Hi. Can you Hi, can you hear us today? I can hear you now. Ah. Great. So, folks, joining us live from the Coastal Crusader household is the Coastal yes. Crusader himself, Mr. Brian Atherin. Brian, well, how I'm you in, doing? I, I'm in the house every week, but I'm just in a different room. We're in the Hartford Whalers, going to old school. Oh, mm -hmm. I love it. I love the old Hartford Whalers. Let's go. They should have a team before Atlanta. Oh, I absolutely 100% agree with that wholeheartedly. So how's everybody weekend? We're, we got some like dead air here. How's everybody doing? I, I, I don't know. I, I'm reading the comments and, and Nico's very upset. We're I know. five we, minutes late. We apologize, Nico. Um, he can take it out of our pay. Yes. Oh, and Dumpy Daily. Yes. Well, well hey, Dumpy Dumpy. Uh, so we've got a lot of stuff to talk about, um, or nothing to talk about. It can go either way, folks. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> You're weird tonight. It worked. It worked. I, I gotta be honest. I am, um, how do I, how do I say this without, not without swearing? I'm exhausted tonight. Are you really? I feel, I feel like, I feel like I have a newborn in you the house. You didn't even bowl this weekend. What's bowling? And uh, why? It, what is going on? Like I'm talking, and then you're Japanese. You're Japanese yeah. tonight. Oh, it, it's the delay. It's, chum it, chum it, it's the dub delay. What the hell is going? Chum chum ding ding dong. Maybe you should get some faster internet, Tim. Uh, maybe. I mean, I only have fiber at a hundred thousand milligrams. I don't know. Close your porn tabs. Oh shit. Oh no! Don't do that. Why would you? No, no. Just close. Uh, just close. Hold on. Gonna, so what are we going to talk on, about, Tim? Uh, porn. Let's talk. Your, let's no, talk your mouth is matching up with your face. Now. What kind? Of, what kind of porn are you into? Are you? Into, you realize like, we're going to get kicked off the, of YouTube <laughs> for talking about porn? Yes, there are terms and condition. No, we are. We are not. Yeah. Uh, we are not uh, subject to kids. We we have the no kids thingy. So that's true. But they can still they'll ding you for terms to respond. They, they ding people for five seconds of music. Well, we're not playing the porn music. Well, I mean, that's all free property, I think. I think so. I think that's all free use. Uh, I like bowling porn. Give me that's, give me good triple strikes. and. Oh, okay. Uh, Nico's mad again. Let's talk bowling. I mean, I, 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 I don't. I don't usually subject my porn to Tuesdays. It's usually like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So basically it's any day ending in Y. Hey. So anyway, let's talk let's talk bowling cuz mm -hmm. That's what we do. That's what we, we do. 
we had a tournament. Uh, when's when's when when this past so let's, weekend? Let's, let's talk. Mm-hmm. Let's talk Canada first. Why? Yeah, we'll we'll start with our friends in the north. Because I like to start with the friends but, in the north because there's nothing going on up there. So I just well, need you to see all right, that. All right, I can I can I can do something. We we have stuff. It's just upcoming stuff. It's a whole bunch That's of true. upcoming stuff. So uh, thank you. Excuse me to Mr. Ryan Hogan. Uh, I probably be the only time I ever mentioned his name on the history of this podcast. But uh, thank you, Mr. Ryan Hogan, uh, for creating the Maritime Candlepin uh, calendar to give us all of our insights and allowing us to know which tournaments we can go to, which uh, tournaments we want to commit to, and what there is upcoming. Uh, so the month of September is upcoming. Oh my God. And what? 10 days. Holy crap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. September and 10 start days. in two weeks. I know it's getting ridiculous. Um, September 9th is the Robert Borden Memorial. Uh, that is at Heather lanes in new Glasgow. Uh, so contact Heather lanes, or if you have, uh, Laurel on Facebook, you can contact her. Uh, September 16th is a new tournament and I want to give a shout out to BJ and his efforts with at Woodstock Bullocade, uh, putting on a lot of new tournaments, bringing on a lot of new ideas. Um, I like it. I'm hoping people can get out and support it. I know it's tough with travel. Um, but you know, get a carload of guys. Um, if you get, you know, eight or 10 guys, get a van, rent a cube van. It's cheap. It's, it may be that it looks expensive, but once you put in the fact that you're splitting it eight ways, you know, it may only be 20, 30 bucks a guy. And so try as best as you can to get up there. We have the three, three, four. Uh, so it's a three person team and it is a three thirty four cap. And it is a three, three, four concept. So three boxes, three boxes, four boxes. That's what you bowl. So that's an interesting new concept. I'm excited for it. I've signed up with a team. Um, so we're going to see how it goes. I haven't seen any update on how many teams he has so far, but uh, get a hold of. BJ or post on the Woodstock Bullocade, he uh, Woodstock Bullocade Candlepin pay, or page Facebook page. He has um, there will be an eleven string round robin, no playoffs, uh, one string roll off for first place. Um, all other ties go to total pinfall. It'll be three hundred and thirty four dollars per team. Pay the cash day of is fine. Their first place is $1,334. You can kind of see where the trend is going, this three, three, four thing. It's going well. <laughs> um, and there's a bad beat bonus, which is a fun, neat little idea, which I think is uh, what I, which I think is good. So it's $334. So the highest team single of the day that is actually a losing string wins the bonus. So that's pretty neat. You kind of get your money back if you're bowling well and you lose to a better string. So I like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Ten boxes, like I said, three, three, four is the uh, 
is the kind of you know what how it's going to go so you bowl three boxes three boxes four boxes uh if you don't have a average with woodstock you use your last year's league average so fun little neat idea uh september 17th battle of the sexes at avon valley lanes uh september 23rd and 24th is the mixed doubles at fair lanes which is being posted i think on facebook on candlepin chat and as well the uh fair lanes page uh september 30th is the 20 stringer at avon valley lanes so they have a 20 stringer there going they're gonna see how that works out i again I don't know any numbers. I haven't seen anybody post anything in a while, but I'm sure once we get the season started, everybody will be starting to uh, post and get everybody excited about the tournaments. And then finally in September, the ladies handicap September 30th as well at Amherst in Amherst. So I'm, I, I don't know much about it other than what's posted. I believe it's just a ladies tournament. So get your teams for that. And that's September. That's Canadian. Wow. That's uh, yeah, Canada. Lots, lots of stuff coming up in September. So yeah. we're going to have uh, busy shows when we start getting into the season. We are. Um, and, and I will take this time to uh, let people know that we will not be doing the show in two weeks. Uh, September 4th. That is uh, Labor Day here in the States. I don't know if that's a holiday up in it is same holiday Labor, Canada, Day. Yeah, Labor same Day. Yeah. Um, and I will be by the time the show starts, I will be somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean on a boat. So I was say hopefully boat. Yeah, no, I'll be on a boat. Uh, uh, I hopefully. don't know. I was I was hoping not in a boat, but you know. no, I hope I'm on like a out boat. there out there on a raft of volleyball. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wilson. Wilson. Um, so we will the next show will be in three weeks. Uh, that will be Monday, September eleventh. Um, and we will have three special guests that night. Um, pretty excited about this. I, I kind of had this conversation with Calvin and Brian a while ago off air that what I'd like to do is start recognizing some of the younger talent in the game, uh, you know, giving them some recognition, things like that. Um, not the standard, you know, not uh, obviously I want to have Josh Daly on Charlie Collins on, you know, things like that. I want them on the show too. Uh, but we're starting with uh, uh, Matt Nichols, uh, Brittany Underwood, and Ashley Breton, uh, all younger bowlers from uh, down in Massachusetts. Um, ball three up and coming. Matt, obviously, a lot of people do know Matt. He's, you know, bowled the worlds the last couple of years, has really come on and stuff like that. So I'm excited about that show. Should be a good time talking to them. Eats a lot um, of salads, too. <laughs> eats a yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we'll talk to him about his favorite salad, I guess. Right, you know? yeah. Um, but excited to have the three of them on, um, just to kind of talk a little bit about, uh, you know, their experiences with, um, you know, coming up, um, you know, what they would like to accomplish in the game, just things of that nature, just have some fun, you know, get to know some of the, uh, some of the younger talent in the game, things like that. And then over the course of the next several months, we will have, uh, more, uh, more folks on, uh, that, you know, I, I, I think I'd like to, you know, be able to promote some of the younger talent that uh, that's out there because there is quite a bit out there. So anyway, yeah, yeah I'm so that's about that. Yep, that's coming Very up. Um, Brian, yes, you got some. Uh, 
you, you were in some tournament yesterday or this and weekend. Saturday, too. Saturday. Yes. The International Mixed Doubles was at 1710 Bowling Center this weekend. Uh, first off, thank you to Mark and Sam and all of the crew there at 1710. They did a great job. Uh, Sam especially busted her butt behind the bar all day with food and drinks. And it was great. Girl, uh, amazing job, woman. as always. Uh, yes, she is. Um, another big thank you to Chris Merrill and Kobe and Mona and everybody that did the stats. Uh, it was great. They do have the BSL program now, so the stats are done by computer. There's no more hand stats. So, yeah. Um, and... Uh, and a congratulations to Evan Riva and Brooke Betterich, who won the tournament. They defeated Maddie Riva and Bob Whitcomb in a two-string final. They they bowled really. They bowled incredibly well. Incredibly well in the. Uh, um, Especially Evan. Evan bowled great all weekend. He really did. I was beside him for a lot of uh, the tournament, and he he just threw an electric ball all weekend. Um, he did. I was watching. Except yeah, for that I one mean, string, I, that one string that Corey liked to share. That was that was fun. Yeah, wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was fun to watch. Uh, didn't he throw like a four bagger at the end, Corey? Who? The we we never seen the one seventy nine. No, that was no. the one forty seven that he threw against. Oh, Ian wants yeah. to know Calvin if the dog came with a nice house. It did. Yeah, it's one of those fancy dogs that gets groomed uh, once a day, and it. Uh, yeah, he. He likes to be annoying. <laughs> um, Just like Ian. <laughs> so, let's go over a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the stats, just because it was you know this is the first year I haven't bowled in it in quite some time. Um, Me so too. It was, a little, it was a little weird sitting back um, watching. I don't I don't know how I. I mean, I like Paul's the fact that I was, was. It was good though that you could watch it then. Thanks to Paul Grant for that. I know Paul. Paul we we. Yeah. Every yep. string on one set of lanes and did a great job all weekend. Yep, he did. So it was kinda it was kind of fun to be able to to be able to watch, but you know, I'm looking at uh Chris Merrill sent me the uh sent me all the stats and stuff, so I have them, which is great. Um so that's another thing, people. If you want your tournaments on the podcast, make sure to send the stats. Because we don't just sit here and start uh, scrolling Facebook just to look at the stats, just so we have something to talk about. We we have Tim; he can blabber on for two hours. But if we don't have I, the stats, I can. We we need our stats. So when the tournaments are done, send me if you if you're from Canada, send me the stats or send Tim the stats. Post them on Facebook and tag us in it, so that we know these are at the least stats from yeah, the weekend. At minimum, who cashes, who wins. Right. High singles and stuff. We don't need everything, every string, but just, you know, the results. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thank you, Chris, for sending them to me. That was a good segue, Calvin. Thank you. Yeah, right. Uh, maybe maybe hearing it from a different voice other than me that people tend to tune out. Yeah, like, nobody likes to listen to you. No, that's okay. Um, I like to listen to me, and that's really, you That's know, all that matters. Sometimes Angie likes to listen. Well, not likes. No, sometimes, no, 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 no. sometimes she listens to She's me. She's forced to listen to you. That's okay. Yeah. That's you're, that's fine. You're, you're the only voice in her head. I heard the listen to me. That's what yeah, I heard out of that. Must so have been. yeah, yeah. Um, so in the uh, let's see, I guess this was the A division, which was holy crap. 
That was a fun um, division. I bowled in that division. I know. See, and I know I know people are saying that. And I, I, I get the concept. Like it's just like Worlds the other like a couple of years ago. Yes, your majority of good teams were in one division, but there were still six or seven good teams in the yeah. other division. Look, there were, so, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of good teams throughout the tournament. Yes. That's not the point behind what I was saying why with the holy crap that division. That was a very well they're both tough. You still get a win. Yeah. But the fact that Tasha and Corey went 28 and 2 in that division mm-hmm. was to me incredible bowling. Well, um, I mean, Corey did throw a 179 there in it one had of those high single or it had nobody like average for the tournament. Nobody would know because nobody posted about it. That's because he's from Canada. Right. Yes. Canadians, we you know. No. And we're down here in America. Yeah. Well, why didn't Jonesy post about it? He was watching it. Corey Jones doesn't post on Facebook. He might be listening to us. Corey Jones. Hey man. Hey, Corey. You finally get you finally get your uh Hi, props Canadian on, brother. on Facebook. Two time um, world champion, don't you know? Corey Jones. Yes. More than Tim Matero. I that is true. Not really, because I've got the mixed worlds. I've got a couple of those, so I'm actually technically a three-time no, nobody, world champion. Nobody, nobody, nobody talks about those. We're talking about men's world. I'm not. I'm not talking about them. I just mentioned it. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Tasha and Corey, uh, again, great run, twenty-eight and two. Uh, Brooke and Evan was twenty-two and eight. Kerrigan and Mark twenty-one and nine. And no, I'm not going to go through all sixteen teams. I'm just doing the playoff teams from each side. Uh, Vanessa and Mark twenty and ten. Mario and Nick, 1911. Renee and DJ, 17 and 13. Uh, Maddie and Bob, 16 and 14. Tied uh, Sarah and Carol at 16 and 14. Um, so, again, great job to those guys. On the other side, uh, again, uh, a fantastic run on that side was uh, Melissa and Chris with 28 and 2 as well. Um, so, great bowling on that side. Shannon and Josh, 20 and 10. Peggy and Justin, 19 and 11. Uh, Lynn and Kevin, 16 and 14. Faye and Craig, 14 and 16. Elena and Aaron, 14 and 16. Sage and Kobe, 14 and 16. Uh, Andrea and Scott tied for the eighth and uh, final playoff spot with Mona and Aaron, 13 and 17. But I believe they had pinfall, which is why they moved on to the playoffs. Wow. Playoffs? playoffs so some notable uh let's look on that uh, division here real quick um so josh was a 126 average uh shannon 115 chris was 129 melissa 114 um craig at 860 years old still killing it 124 average for the weekend um I mean, what can you say? The the guy still just just bowls. Like, oh, it's yeah. just. It's, I was watching. I was watching uh, the one of the matches that he was on, and he uh, took out the three nine, and I or the three yeah the three nine, and I wanted to send a message on the live feed, be like, does anybody want to take a picture of that before he <laughs> throws his next ball? <laughs> I just didn't know if anybody wanted to do it. I would have laughed. Yeah, I would have. I, I would have <laughs> laughed. 
Um, on the A side, uh, you know, uh, Nick was 124, Evan 127. Um, Corey, I had, think, was 129. He had high average. Maddie was, one, Maddie was 123. Mark was 123. Corey was 129. Looks like him and Chris were both 129, but I think uh, Corey got him Corey, by two pins. Corey got him by, yeah. what, was two pins? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, Tasha was 118. Uh, Vanessa 111. You know, uh, again, you had some really good bowling. Carlin, Carl and Sarah were 112 and 114, really close together there. Um, Mario was 111. So, I mean, again, you had you had some really solid bowling all weekend long um, on both sides, uh, which yeah. was, again, uh, watching. On, again, thank you, Paul, for, for taking the time to go up. That was, you know, for those of us that couldn't make it up, that was kind of fun to be able to sit back and, and watch. Um, kind of some notables in the playoffs playoffs. Um, do you guys want me to go through the brackets or how do you want me to, what do you want me to do? Oh yeah. Well, you can just go yeah. through who beat, who beat okay, who. And, sure. All right. So on the, uh, let's see, Tasha and Corey beat Andrea and Scott. Uh, you had Mario and Nick beat Lynn and Kevin. Uh, and I got to read this sideways because that's the way it came through. And if I flip it the other way, it goes back all the way around. It's just kind of weird that way. Um, Maddie and Bob beat uh, Shannon and Josh. Uh, Kerrigan and Mark beat Alana and Aaron. And in the uh, quarterfinals on that uh, bracket, you had uh, Mario and Nick beat Tasha and uh, Corey. And Maddie and Bob beat Kerrigan and Mark. And then uh, Maddie and Bob went off for the 286 on on a string against uh, um, Mario and Nick to make it to the finals. And then on the other bracket, uh, you had Melissa and Chris beat Sarah and Carl. Uh, Faye and Craig beat Vanessa and Mark. Uh, Evan and Brooke had a close match, but uh, pulled it out against Sage and Kobe. And uh, Renee and DJ had a close match against Peggy and Justin. Quarterfinals on that side saw Faye and Craig beat Melissa and Chris. And I think that uh, was from a roll-off. I think they tied the first string. I didn't see. I, it, doesn't no say, it doesn't I say, I so I don't. There's I'm not no sure. scores on that one, but Chris, I think they yeah, Chris, tied. When Chris got eliminated, it was tied, and it came down to the fill ball of the second string. Oh, yeah. Jesus. So that came all the way yeah. down to the 10th box of the second string? Yeah. Yes. Oh, shit. Wow. The fill ball of the 10th box. The fill ball of the 10th. So yeah. Chris made a spare to give him a chance yeah wow yeah. and i think they only lost by two yeah so. ouch yeah yeah ouch okay crazy and nice. yep brooke and evan uh had a it looks like they had a battle against renee and dj as well in a fairly close match they they won and then you had uh, brooke and evan beat fan craig and then uh brooke and evan went off in the finals uh to beat maddie and and uh, bob so congratulations, Brooke and Evan. Fantastic bowling. Um, I, I mean, I wasn't there, so I can't talk too much about it. I mm -hmm. just... it was good bowling. All uh, the pins; those are the same pins from Park Place. So they did slide a little bit. That was one of the common things, but they did it on for everybody. So it it was something just you know that happened. But New, newer pins then. 
Yeah, the, the design's a little different. The newer pins, they have a concave bottom to them. They, they kind of cup like that. The other ones kind of were, you know, how they were beveled. Yeah. The new ones kind of, they go up. So they kind of stick to the floor a little bit more. They, weird. I, from what I understand, Garland does it so you don't break as many caps so your pins last longer. Oh, neat. Interesting. Learn something new every day. Right? The world. Learn something new every day. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We have uh, any any other recent... I feel like the we missed. Nico like Dump, we missed the Nico finals. Nico says the Neko finals. Did we, we talk about that? that? I thought I thought we talked about that. Didn't, yeah, didn't I Lori I and Nate? That. Yeah, I think we talked okay. about that last show. But the new Neko came out. Yeah, yeah we'll bracket. get to we'll get to that bracket yeah. um, shortly. Um, but I feel like we missed something, and I I'm just drawing a blank on what it is right off the uh, right off the top of my head here. Um, uh, the women's women's internationals. I don't know. Did we talk about that last time? I, don't I feel like we. Anymore. I feel like we did. I think we did. Yeah. Yeah. When did that? When was that? I don't remember. Uh, that was August fourth. Uh, f- well, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Fourth was. Yeah. That was the one that got moved. That it was at Exeter. They had. Uh, yeah, they got. Oh, yeah, right. we they did got talk Thunder. About it. They got. Yeah, we talked about that. Lightning blew some stuff. So, um, unfortunately, they. Uh, had to move it to Riverwalk, so right. uh, we did talk. We yeah. did talk about that. Um, I don't remember then. Somebody will remind us probably soon enough. I would. I would hope so. Um, I know Caitlin did just send me ah the uh, doubles double elimination results for the amateur candlepin bowlers tour. Mm-hmm. Um, that was. Uh, let's see what if I click this link. Is it going to break the interwebs? No. Nice. Okay. Uh, so congratulations. First place winner, $1,400 to Mike Smith and Chris McDonough. Second place went to Veronica McAllister and Tony Levesque. Third place, Jim Nestor and Phil Clough. Fourth place was Mel Penny and Mike uh, Carrillo. Carrillo? Carrillo? Sorry if I mispronounced it. Uh, Nico just said we did not talk about Nico Nico did not say Nico. We, talk, about we, Nico. we always talk about Nico because yeah. you had TikTok ladies on. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, fifth and sixth place, uh, Sherelle Nealand and Linda Burnett tied with uh, Craig Powers and Alex Chu. And then seventh and eighth place was Alex Terry, or not tied, but that was sixth and fifth and sixth. Uh, seventh and eighth was Andrew Terry and Brandon Martins and Matt Taylor and Dan Esdale. Um, from a standpoint of um that's a bowling. lot of bowlers for a summer tournament that, that uh they had 42 teams 80 something bowlers for a summer tournament 80 84 bowlers 42 teams 84 bowlers that's that is a fantastic turnout um, i can't i don't even think we could get eight bowlers in a tournament here in canada let alone 84 <laughs> jeepers that's summer people Go outside, enjoy the weather. <laughs> Barely get any of it. I mean, they just where uh, it didn't say. I don't know. Was that at Millis? Was that at Millis? I think I don't so. have. I don't have it. They just sent me the results, so I don't know where it was bowled at. I do believe it was at Millis. Well, we just had Caitlin Finn come on, so I assume so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, Danny's Danny's listening. 
uh, Danny, if that, tell me if that, tell us if that was at Millis. Uh, oh, the match was after our last show. Oh, uh, okay. So the, 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 uh, the and Danny just said they had a, they had a wait list too. So it was 84 bowlers wow. and a wait list. They had a wait list? Yes. For a summer tournament, Calvin. You Americans are just loopy. <laughs> just friggin' loopy. 80, it, and Caitlin just said yes. So thank you, Caitlin. Because Adam Lanson had a Facebook post the other day. Why do you bowl yeah. a summer league? Like, yeah. Why do you put yourself through this kind of punishment? <laughs> uh, I don't. No. I didn't this year. No. Yeah. Um, Oh, and, and I am going to say now that, you know, with, with Danny and Caitlin listening, um, I had so much fun in our last show with uh, Carrie and Caitlin, Carrie Ann and Caitlin on. It was definitely a fun show. That was fun. <laughs> uh, I, I really enjoyed the, the whole TikTok stuff and learning a little bit about how it's done and, and everything else. So for those of you that uh, missed it, go back on our YouTube page. Spotify, Anchor Breaker, whatever. Find it, listen to it, because they were fantastic. They did a great job. And then go on TikTok and find them at Candlepin Bowling and um, like their stuff, because they, they do a fantastic job. So that was fun. I'm waiting for my third one to come out. I'm, I'm, I'm ant- uh, anticipating it soon. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, I, oh, I, oh. I, I, I think we need to get some, like, at the Worlds, if they're up there, we need to get some TikTok huddles. Like, you know, the Worlds huddles. Get some TikTok <laughs> huddles? Yeah. Uh, some course, upcoming... M- most of that can't really be said on, t- on air. So. That is true. A uh, couple of fun little things here. Uh, Cheech, uh, Cheech posted earlier today uh, some non-bowling bowling fun Uh Chris and him run a fantasy Candlepin league for the Friday pro league. Um, each division is made up of eight teams. Each team is made up of seven bowlers, five starters, two bench per week. Entry fee is $50. Uh, if you'd like to join, they've tagged uh, the group in this post and you can also message Cheech to join. I think I so, definitely want to join. <laughs> that, that to me, sounds like a lot of fun. It just, <laughs> yeah. It, that sounds pretty cool. Man, we're um, gonna get some weird comments in the, the live streams of those matches from people like, "Oh my you god, that shot!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you miss that, man? That cost me points. <laughs> so for those uh, for those interested on hearing a little bit more about the actual Friday Pro League, uh, that does start up. Uh, it is starting up Friday, September eighth. Uh, playoffs will be held at season's end at Central Park Lanes on Sunday, season May 19th. end is the week before the start of the next season, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> they do go... 36 oh, weeks. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's 36-weekly. It is. Um, you have a couple of new uh, new alleys this year, which is really cool. Um, so uh, you have Exeter has a team this year. Very cool. Uh, Hingham. Uh, Zappi has moved from Union Street to Hingham. Uh, Richie will be at Back at Riverwalk, Freshie will be at Metro. Godwin still has Academy. Scally still has Academy. Uh, Daily at CPL. Uh, so they are not at uh, uh, Sunnyside. Sunnyside. Uh, Lamone is at CPL. So CPL has two teams. Uh, Woburn has Hodge this year. So they're down to one team. And Millis has a team this year. So Fournier's team oh, is very cool. moved over to Millis, uh, which is really cool. Um 
so and the other thing is uh all matches are scheduled to start at 7 30 this year oh um, instead of it's eight. Been, so new start yeah. times guys instead of eight um i don't i didn't i don't think woburn closed. i don't think woburn closed where are you getting that information from nico uh, reopening in October. Reopening in October, I guess. Okay. So, Audrey's oh, team went to Academy now. Well, there we go. This is this is good. This is why we like to go live. Oh, cool! I didn't know Donnie Richmond was. Uh, uh, I didn't know that Donnie Richmond was running the uh, Hingham Lanes Hall of Famer. Cool. Don Richmond. That's really mm -hmm. cool. Um, did not know that Woburn Tim, was close to renovation. You, you can now say. Fellow Hall of Famer, you get to say that. Uh, I'm. People uh, say people <laughs> say I talk about myself too much, so I refuse to mention myself as a fellow Hall of Famer. It's okay, Tim. We'll do it too. It makes me sad. Anyway, um, so yeah, pretty cool. They're starting at seven thirty. So if you're going to stream it, uh, just understand that they start at seven thirty. Most of them will start at seven thirty now. Um, and all that, uh, good stuff. So that's your Friday pro league stuff. Right. Uh, let's see, we've got, uh, so There's contact. A... Oh, go yep. Go ahead, Brian. Oh, I was just going to talk about something that was posted. So if you're finishing that up, go ahead. Nope. Go ahead. I'm oh, done. um, Lexi posted the candle pin corner and Lita lanes present the skins. Uh, Roll-off dates will be Tuesday, September 12th at 7, Wednesday, September skins? 20th at 7, Tuesday, September 26th at 7, Saturday, September 30th at 11 a.m., and Sunday, October 1st at 1 p.m. Tape date to be October 7th, and it says 10 to 11 start, so somewhere in between 10 and 11. So if we're going, if we're going skins, look out for grievances. So <laughs> Just be careful. So those of you that that may not remember, there used to be a TV show um, that was on, I believe it was Channel 50, I want to say, out of New Hampshire. That was um, yeah, the TL, the TRDL, uh, or Too Long Didn't Read of Skins, is every box is worth a set amount. Two tie, all tie. So if you tie a box, it carries over. Cool. Um, we have... I'm I'm gonna hold off on talking about the uh uh the the Nico scratch doubles bracket. We'll we'll get to that just because that might be a little bit of a longer conversation. Um so the ladies uh second annual women's double scratch event is Saturday, September 9th at Exeter Lanes. That is a eleven a.m. start time, warm-ups at 10:30. It is a 220 average cap as of May 31st. Uh, Five-string qualifying round plus playoffs, including two-string finals, $160 per team. They are looking for 24 teams. Uh, they have 21 so far, so they would like to get three more teams. Uh, so far, they have $1,250 in sponsorship money. Um, there's a lot of teams. Uh, Glennis and Deb, Faye and Sue Halloran, Nance and Janet, uh, Mario and Aaron Merrill, Amanda Carroll and Brooke Betteridge, uh, Madison and Penny. Uh, the Peggy and Andy Bailey, you got Celeste and uh, Maria, you got Amy Doobie and Lori Lewis, Sage and Deb Regan, Sarah Wright and Linda Burnett, Lisa Everest, August Fla uh, Flaherty, Alicia and Blanca, 
uh, Shannon Scribner, Sonia Johnson, Christina Dill, Gabe Russell, uh, Sherelle Neeland, and Caitlin Zaleski, uh, Melanie Penny, Angela Scott, Sonia Rossi, Katie Durant, uh, Brenda uh, Magdalene. Oh, God, I so always kill her name. Uh, pretty close. I apologize that I did butcher that per usual. Uh, Charlotte Parody, Nikki McKeever, Sarah Duffy, Alana Brown, Kim Baker. So they're looking for three more teams. Sweet. We have uh, the candle pins for cancer. Uh, did we? I thought we might have. Did we talk about that? The finalists Tim Douglas, Scott LaPierre, Charlie yes. Collins. Yeah, we but did. We didn't okay. talk about the one that's in Augusta that they just posted. I don't that have the that. any doubles roll off. It's going to be September 23rd. It's a one day roll off. It's any doubles, two men, two women, one man, one woman. Uh, I believe it is handicapped, 80% handicapped doubles. Okay. Um, and the fun one will be this Sunday, 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 August 27th. Registration warm ups at 9 30, first ball at 10. This is the outrun the bear scratch singles. I believe it's scratch singles, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, which, if Danny's still listening, he can correct me because that's I usually do need correcting. It was but, nice of them to put you on the list as dropped out, just so you. Can I know. It. I appreciate. I appreciate that. That made me laugh. Uh, it did. I. <laughs> I, I laughed. Um, so that is this Sunday. Uh, money to guarantee spot is eighty dollars. Um, they are capping it at eighty-eight bowlers. They currently had eighty-one signed up, which I know, Calvin, it boggles your mind. Um, Venmo Dan. Venmo Danny, PayPal Danny, Cash App Danny, uh, basically pay Danny. Um, give Danny two, money. To give Danny money. Uh, the $2,000 guarantee for first place, that is guaranteed regardless of entry fees, which is totally cool. Uh, and thank you, Danny. I am right. I would like that on record as Danny is saying, I am right. Um, it doesn't happen often. Uh, let's see. A couple of sponsors, Tax Strategy Pro and BB Seamless Gutters. So thank you very, uh, very, very Man, much. Seamless Gutters play big in the Candlepin community. They do. They like it. <laughs> they do. Um, <laughs> Danny just messaged me. He's like, I don't know about what, but Kate said, tell Timmy's right. So, oh, no. Appreciate oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, so that will be this. Uh, that will be this Sunday. Uh, hop on down to Millis and check it out. Uh, it's always hopefully uh, some always of it's going to be. St- it'll be on TikTok, right? They're going to maybe do some live streaming. I hope so. I hope so. Um, so yes, we did. We did not talk about the Nico uh, mixed doubles, um, and no one sent me the stuff, and I can't go finding it now. But I do know that Lori and Nate won. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lori won really well. I believe it went an extra string. Yes, if I'm went, not mistaken. Went six strings. Went overtime. Yes. Went six strings. So uh-huh. congratulations to them. Uh Nate got carried as usual. So uh-huh. nice job, Lori. Um Ah, Ian. Yes. Hold on. Let me show let me let me share that. That does deserve to be shared. Little, little uh dark side of the moon action tonight. Sorry. Big Pink Floyd fan. I love I I best concert I've ever been to was Pink Floyd in in '94. So, um, let's see. I feel like uh, let's talk. 
Now I got to find it. Where did it go? There we go. Yep. The uh, Nico scratch, Neko scratch doubles bracket is all set, folks. Uh, side bets are encouraged. Uh, <clears throat> definitely uh, side bets need to happen. Never had side bets in bowling. Never. Never no. had side bets no. in bowling. No. No. no there, no. That would be illegal. If you have a gambling issue, two, two, one. Two. <laughs> we don't. We don't gamble on sports. That's illegal. Oh, I would love. I would responsibly. Oh, if I would love to know. Sports betting in Maine. I'm in trouble. <laughs> I would love to know on some of my some of my matches how much Russ and Charlie and those guys had bets on. Some of this stuff, I know they had. I know not just my. I've seen Mel White bet five hundred dollars at eliminations before, just like nothing. Yep. Oh, I've, I've, yeah. It just Sessa. Sessa used to do oh, that. Yeah. Like it just. Yeah, but Sessa would come up and tell you, be like, "Hey, I got a grand on you. Be good." Yeah, yeah, that was great. Loved hearing that. Of course, Sessa would also say, "Yeah, I have you have no chance of winning, so I put money on someone else." Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, That's Sessa. Funny. Um. Yeah. So yeah, the the uh, doubles brackets all set. All first round matchups should be complete by September third. Uh, streaming is encouraged, but far from required. So let's uh, let's go through these brackets. Let's see what all we right. got. Let's and you know winners. what? We can pick winners as we go yeah, through these brackets. So absolutely. Uh, let's see the first matchup here. We got uh, Glennis and Joe Smith versus Dom Drake and Jason Gothier Jr. Glennis. I'm gonna take Glennis and Joe. Go Joe. Why? That's a that's gonna be a good match. Oh I'm, I, I'm going with uh depends on where they bowl. But I might go with Dom and Jason on this one. Just depending on where they bowl. Uh Nate Lee's some uh, he's colorblind. He I don't know if he I don't know if he could oh there goes Angie right right Angie. You Angie, how you doing? It looks like she's doing something, so let's uh she doing the laundry? I think so. That's fine. I well, like I... to see her more than I like to see you anyway, so. Wow, that's not very nice. I mean, right, hurts, All right, um, come on. hold on. I'm trying to I'm trying to be nice to No, you don't need to do By it. the it's, time that you figure it out, gonna... man, she's gonna be done. And she's gonna show up in there no matter what. Your camera's gonna pick it up. Oh man, no matter what you do. look at our time. Nope, there we go. Uh we got we got Nate Lee's and Sean Baker. Going against Owen Martin and Jason Sparks. How and much I'm did a... Nate pay Sean to bowl with him? Paying for his uh, back pain drugs. Probably. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming that is uh, Junior bowling with Jason. For, for who? Sorry. Owen Martin. Yes, it's OJ. Yeah, I'm assuming it's OJ. I'm assuming it's OJ? Yeah, it's OJ. Okay. Um, He's innocent. <laughs> for those of you that don't know. Uh, Owen Martin Sr. owns Sanford Bowlerama, and Owen Martin Jr. works there and also bowls. So, yes. <laughs> uh, and the only reason I ask is uh, Owen Sr. can still uh, <laughs> can still bowl and uh, used to be used to be a hell of a bowler back in the day. Um, Was really he on good the vacation land team that won in two thousand? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, let's see. Did you pick a winner? Uh, Nate and Baker. Nate and Sean. I'll take Nate and Sean. Uh, we got Corey Elise and Dave Dorman against Corey Packard and Joey Lister. Packard and Lister. I gotta go Packard Lister. Uh, I'm gonna go Packard and Lister. 
they're going to throw a lot of, a lot of strikes. Well, it depends on where they're bowling, but I'm going to go with them. Uh, we got uh, John Winchell and Brian Fuller Jr. against Brian Allard and Ray Dow. Allard and Dow. Fuck Brian Fuller Jr. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was I'm actually just going to go upset special, not because anybody's mad, but I just I, I'm going to go Brian Allard now. And upset I'll go special. I'll go Winchell and Fuller. Fuller Jr. sucks. <laughs> Make Maria's great again. Drop Fuller Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the doll. Show me where he touched you. <laughs> Who hurt what you? Who come? hurt you? Who um, ne- next set of brackets, we got uh, Justin Waters and Danny Harris uh, going up against uh, Dave Malhan and Sean McKinley. Listen, Justin Waters and Danny. Justin Waters won basically everything this year, and so is Danny Harris. So I'm picking them. I'm picking Waters and Harris. Oh, yeah. Uh, Nick Norcross and some guy by the name of Chris Sargent. I never heard of him. Uh, against Tim Jalbert and Jimbo Ayop. Ooh, oh, shit. That'll be a Depends on where they bowl, honestly. Oh, that'll be a good match. I'm going to take... it'll. No, you know what? It'll matter. It, the only way it'll matter is if Jalbert has a second ball. If he has a second ball, it will. He can. He can probably go ball for ball with Sergeant. How hard they throw? Oof. Oof. Man, that's. See, I, I will go. I will let's go. Circle on. back. You let's take circle back. It's circle back to that one. Yeah, let's circle okay. back. Yeah. I need some time to think. Okay, uh, we got uh, Aaron Saint Cyr and Austin Barnes against uh, Crado Pani and the Wizard Chris Winiars. Ooh. Bonnie and Wizard. I'm going to take St. Cyr and Barnes. I'm going St. Cyr and Lloyd Christmas. Yeah. Uh, Justin Lyon A's, Keith Beaupre against Nick Leach and Freshy. Oh, Freshy sucks. Beaupre. <laughs> Jesus. Although he's newly engaged. Ooh. He is. Congratulations, Freshy. Oh. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, yeah not congratulations oh. to Samantha. Um, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. Uh, I'm gonna take. Uh, is Nick healthy? Is Leach healthy? He had a little scare this weekend. Yeah, he did. He said he's healthy. I hope he's doing okay. What happened? He had. Uh, I, I. I don't know exactly what happened, other than, uh, you know, what he posted on Facebook was he. Uh, I think he passed out and ended up needing calling nine one one and. Ooh. Had a nice. had a ambulance trip to the hospital. Oh, that's tough. Well, yeah, speedy recovery, Mister Leach. So oh, I'm gonna, I'm I'm going to go with uh, the Knicks. Sure, I like the Knicks. I'll take the Knicks. Oh no, not the Knicks. No, no. The Knicks. I thought you were talking basketball. I thought we were yeah, go Knicks. But no, no. Who would the ever pick the Knicks in basketball? <laughs> hey man, well they well, would we're going to circle. Feeling, we'll right? circle back to the uh, Norcross Sergeant Jalbert Ayot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. We got Ryan South uh, Southall and Tim Douglas against Charlie Collins and Bovair. Uh I'm going to take Collins and Bovair. Yeah, it's really. That's going to be a hard one. Southall is bowling really good right oh, now. Earth all four of them are bowling really place. well. I just. I'm going to take Southall. Okay. 
waiting on Calvin. Oh, I thought I already picked. I, no, I, I, I said yes to Boy. Oh, Bear. did he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't hear Boy him. Bear. I was like, okay. oh yeah, Boy Bear. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, Sharon Britton and Al Ketrick versus Mike McIntosh and Anthony Shaheen. Michael McIntosh is an amazing bowler. He's on the comeback trail. He's ready to go. Mac for president 2024. Let's go. I'm going to take uh, Al. Al Chuck in them. I'm going to take, uh, I'll take Mac. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good match, but I'll take Mac. He's on the comeback. Man, I'm either going to have a great bracket or I'm going to get destroyed. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Scally and Jeff Walsh against Dave Barber and Josh Daly. Jeff Walsh sucks. Uh, Barber and Daly for sure. Barber and Daly. <laughs> I shouldn't do this show anymore. This is bad. I'm I gotta, take, I I'm gotta take, stop. I'll take Barber and Daly. Yeah. At least, at least, the, at least the grind my gear segment won't get me any. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Dominic Palladino and Steve Kelly against Brendan O'Dowd and Frank DeLuca. I'll take Frank. I'll go Frank face. I'll go Frank yeah. face. I like that. I like Frank face. Yeah. That's... All right. Like so that. we're we're circling back. <sighs> Norcross and Sargent again. This to me, I I mean, there's some really good matchups here in the first round. Um, this is the the first round I, matchup. Though. This I I think matchup. this is I think this is because it, yeah. Um. And I'll go on. I'll go on record as saying, look, out of all the bowlers, the thirty plus years that I've been bowling, Chris Sargent is one of the top five that I've ever seen bowl. Top two. Well, I'm being I'm being generous. I I honestly put him up in the top three, but, and you can argue, you could argue one or two or three. His yeah. ball just explodes different. And I'm not. I'm not. Take personalities out of it. Take whatever you want out of it. I'm just talking pure bowling. Pure talent. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and I mean. And just... the fact that he took three years off, came back to the to the outrun the bear and threw a four, whatever his first three strings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just foolish. And didn't he have like 180 string or something? I can't remember what he had. He had a big eight. string in there. He I just can't. String. Yeah. And it's like, I can't even do that. And I haven't stopped bowling. So. Ah, this is that. This this oh, the way Nick bowled this weekend, as well. I'm Here's, gonna go no cross and Sarge. That's my pick. Ah, uh, I'm I'm torn. I, just, I know. The I'm torn. Number one. I I uh... Jimbo. I mean, I've I've I'm lucky enough to have bowled with Jimbo, and he's a hell of a teammate, and he's. He's a great bowler in his own right. Um, I've bowled with I've bowled with Nick. He's a hell of a teammate. Oh. He's been bowling well. Um, and Timmy's just he's a funny dude. I just I just Tim's awesome. And, and he's like a great I, youth coach. Like yep. I said, there's a lot he, for that youth program. If he can, if he can keep up, if I want to know where they're bowling. Uh, it's, yeah. to me that's I want to know where they're bowling. Uh, because that's gonna that's if gonna they're tell bowling me a lot. at Lakeside, that's a big advantage for Jimbo. But if they bowl at mm. Exeter, then I think Sarge and Nick have an advantage. I don't know. They bowl at Academy, that's you know, that's oh, Tim's house. Oh, all right, all right. 
I'm I'm doing it. Tim and Aotti. Shit, I gotta choose, don't I? Yeah. You are yeah. the that's why there's three of us. I'm going Tim and Aotti. You are the tiebreaker. Come on, old man. Tim and Jimbo. There you go. Yeah. I and that's gonna come back to bite me in the ass. I know it is because I I I just I've seen Chris Bowl too much in my life to know that you just can't. And now that we've now that we've done it, he's just gonna be pissed off just to prove us wrong. Probably. Although but I don't think I don't think he'd ever listen to this. Probably but, not. <laughs> probably not. But it, I don't know. This to me, I I really like this format. I, I like the five string matches um, because it just to me it opens it up where you have some uh, you have some abilities here where people can have you know how do I word this if you take something on paper and one team is, is like this on paper, a five string can even it out. If someone struggles, Mm -hmm. whereas a 10 string odds are, is usually going to go to your better bowlers over 10 strings. Um, so this, this could be very interesting. I think we could see some quote unquote, you know, um, upsets and upsets, big matches. Yep. Uh, so please everybody stream every match because uh and Paul Grant, please go to every single one of these. <laughs> Even if they're the same time, you need to clone yourself and go. Yeah. Yep. Definitely have to clone yourself and go. No, you have to set up a camera at one spot then so before, I, and then go to the next spot in the morning and set up and do one. <laughs> so Norcross messaged me, he is listening. Oh no. So <laughs> um I got you, Nick. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Hi, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Nick, just don't listen to that segment. <laughs> I got to pull Nick on the on the uh, Facebook lanes this weekend. We had a good match. Um, yeah. No, I watched that one. That's the one I, that, that was one of the ones I was able to catch. So that was that was a good match. Uh, he uh, kind of went off in the back half, and he made said, a hell of a two and one. Yeah, and said, "You know, uh, I know that I know this is a relatively close match, so we'll, so let's yeah. not make this close anymore." He got yeah. the breaks, and I didn't make shots. Well, not yeah. that I had a lot of them to shoot at. <laughs> so, couple of a uh, couple of questions, and then we'll wrap up this uh, this week. Um, and this is, and just I say this for Calvin's sake. We oh. are talking about a cantopin ball. Okay. Oh. What is, is your what? favorite type and size of ball to use? All time oh. or currently? Yes. What? They didn't ask that. They just said, what's oh. your favorite type and size and size? Currently, uh, I, I really like my Comets. They're 2.6. They're the newer Comets, not the super old ones like Jim has. Until I get those when he finally does hang them up. Yes, Daily, they're mine. Um and my favorite all-time bowling ball is Epco Reactive U, the first year of things they made back in like 03. Okay. Calvin? Uh, the one that hits the head pin. <laughs> I, I know you don't. Uh... I'm, I'm not. I'm not. A, I, I think I right now, I think I have six or seven sets of balls, and I don't think any one of them are the same. 
I don't know which which one's which. I don't know what's what. I just pick up a ball and I throw it. it whichever one is working for me and I can get my snap on the ball, I, that's the one I use. I don't have a preference. Um, I don't necessarily have a preference, but I always end up going back to my comments, my original comments. Um, those were supposed to be two sevens, but they're three of them are two six six and one's two six four on a digital scale. But uh, I always end up for some reason going back to them. Um, they just feel comfortable, and you know, the majority of my big series were with those, so it tends to be what I end up going back to. Um, I do like the original reactive views. Um, not a fan at all of the new. Um, they're not even reactive views like anymore. Them. They're uh, what are they now? They're uh, urethane. They're yeah, the pro line urethanes. But they tried to say they're like the reactive views. I find them not as good cyclone. <laughs> yep. And then I do. I will say this: um, the old, just regular paramounts. Just every once in a while, I've I've got I've got a couple of sets that I'll just go back to them because. I don't know. Hoagie, all new bowling balls chip easily. That again, maybe that's why I go back to the old, um, the old school bowling balls. Yeah. yeah, like the old Paramounts, just because they were built different, they last longer, uh, didn't chip as easy, um, and it sounds like. Uh, uh, it sounds like uh, Brian, you're gonna have to fight Josh. That's what it sounds like. Eating contest. Oh, oh, oh my! That's something I'll bet on. Oh, <laughs> this could be this could be a battle for the ages. Ooh, we like, might have, have to live stream Josh that one. Have you, yeah, that's better than bowling. Uh, <laughs> Paul Grant, Paul Grant, get your get your equipment. We're gonna have an eating contest. We're gonna have side bets going live. We're gonna be posting. We're gonna on, have uh, Joey Joey Chestnut as a special enforcer. Yeah, and we're gonna be posting two to one on who has a heart attack first. We're you, we're gonna we're gonna be going. Who needs a hospital? Oh, he's way be, younger than me. I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, you got more experience, more eating. Oh, Daily says, "Yeah, let's not." Yeah, <laughs> he's he's backing out already. What a waste. um. The I did have a question. I I gotta find it again because I had it and then I xed out of it. Uh, and then we're gonna cool. wrap up. We're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, let's see where to go. Um, I have a question while while you're searching. okay. And I know we've talked about this a lot, and I'm wondering if we need to start pushing maybe in this season for since we have like spectators for judges. Um, there's been lots of uh, messages about people lobbing and then I'm sending back a message saying, well, did you call them on it? Did you say something? Well, no, I didn't say something. Well, then why are you bitching about it? So should we have judges? Should people say something right away? 
Like, should we start cracking down on this or? I think the rules should be enforced, but yeah, everyone gets one out there with a law. I understand. Ball sticks to your hand. I know we use that as an excuse a lot. It does sometimes, right, Tim? Like, it, it really will. And I just think that, no, Nico, we are not well, abolishing the law blind. I, I'm going to tell you, the, the law blind was only put in to protect the lanes from back in the day. It wasn't put in for any other reason other than that, from my understanding. I'm pretty sure... I'm, that I'm, it's a lot easier to hit the head pin when you only navigate a quarter of the lane. Again, again, I, I disagree torn. with you wholeheartedly. I, you agree I, you don't? Disagree. Disagree wholeheartedly. I, I don't think lobbing gives you any sort of advantage. I find you're less accurate lobbing the ball because you don't know where the ball is going to hit. But once you get hit, rid what of what that lob gonna... line, people are going to start practicing. I don't think I don't think people will will have that much uh, or have that kind of accuracy aside from the old guys who can't get down anymore and all they can do is lob because they don't know how to get or they can't get down because their bodies won't let them like Tim in five years he won't be able to get down as low like as he does so he'll be lobbing all the time yeah but you don't really lob I you still think throw rules this are rules like I know but maybe maybe it's time to abolish the lob line yeah. rule. Because so people are basically people are already done it, and the footfall so line. Here, here's the thing. I have a, I have an issue with the footfall line. That one to me is a rule that should be enforced. Yes, footfouling for foot sure. Footfouling sure. is there for a reason. It's not to protect anything. It's a, it's a, it's a rule of the game. Yeah. I, I have changed my philosophy when it comes to lobbing. Uh, and this was after talking to. Uh, you know, Barbara and I had this conversation, I think like a year ago or something like that, just at the world's or whatever. And he was having the comment. He's of the mindset that it is not as big of an issue in the game and that it does not affect the game. And I, and I don't know. I, 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 I've never researched it. I have no idea. It was just, to me, it was always a rule, so I kept it on this side of the lob line because in Maine, we always had officials at every state tournament. You always had mm -hmm. a whistle behind you that if you lobbed it, the whistle went off. Like you had the guy that blew the whistle on you, and it was a it was a foul. Um, yeah, I do have a problem with rolling wood. I do not believe you should be throwing the ball with rolling wood. You need to wait for that. You need to wait for that to stop, and it needs to be behind the deadwood line. Um, and I have a problem with the foot foul line that, that needs to be, that needs to be enforced. Um, Paul Grant brings up, uh, shots out of the gutter too. Wood and I, I mean, I, that should be just, that should just be common sense. That to me is common sense. I've Not never, good, don't take it. I, if I close. don't, <laughs> it, I mean, look, we've had this conversation in the past. I'll be mm -hmm. the first one to say there are shots that I've, that I've said called no good that if you watch a video of it, the shot was good. But to me, in the naked eye, it was too it was too close to call. And I'm not I'm not willing to sacrifice my integrity with the sport to take a shot at what I felt was out of the gutter. On the other hand, I have taken shots that were close because in my mind, I was like, I am 100% sure that shot was good. And I will take it. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to think that my integrity with the sport is not in question. Okay, but now we're going again down a rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Lob line. Should we get rid of it? 
Should we not? Should we get rid of the rule? Because people are just ex complaining about it, but nobody says anything about it. Everybody's always saying, oh, that's a lob. Oh, that's a lob. Oh, that's a lob. Well, yeah. If it's there, enforce it. If it's not there, then, you know. Uh, Danny makes a good point. He's like, uh, truckers are going to be all over the removal of the lob line. And they're and they're and he's right. See, see that's the thing. Chuck, I, I'm I'm on the other end of that. Truckers, truckers for the most part throw the ball down because they throw it so hard. Like they don't they don't throw it over the lob line. But people who are ridiculous about it, maybe. If it's there, then you enforce it. If it's a yeah. rule in the Candlepin book, you enforce it. Yeah. Somehow, some way. And if it's at the Worlds and it's got to be, you don't have referees, then it's got to be the captains that call it. And if it's a lob, it's a lob. Look, just keep it on the side of the line. I don't care. We're not talking about ones that like are literally like, oh, that one's close to the line. Well, no, I'm not or talking about close. those that you're are within. Close. No, we're talking about ones that are like a foot and a half, two feet past the line. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, you know, Danny says, uh, less time on the lane, less traction, more speed, more action. To me, I, I'm of the mindset that if I'm throwing it down there, I don't know where the fuck it's going. No. I put spin on the ball. If I throw it down there and my ball's spinning and it hits, what's gonna happen? It's either gonna grab and get get shot off the lane or it's gonna, you know, continue the trajectory where it was going. I I've never had I, much luck lobbing the ball. I, I I don't find and I don't find. I mean, yes. I mean, if you go out just like regular, if you go out and practice it all the time, yes, you could be accurate. But who is going to be able to do that? I I don't know. Or who would want to? I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you look, you look at ten pin, which is a professional which is a professional, they get paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. And you look at uh, guys like Jason Belmonte, who throws the ball halfway down the lane. So, and they don't enforce it. These are, these are guys who play there, for hundreds of thousands of dollars. We're playing for like there is no law. There is no law line in 10 pin bowling. Right. So, so why do we have it? And those again, are like, the, the those only are thing, like I, the only thing I know was it was put into place many, many years ago as a means to protect, uh, protect lanes. Candlepin ball does more damage than a ten pin ball, I believe, from my end, from what I was told. Yeah, but that's because the majority of your ten pin lanes are synthetic now, which is getting so, close to what candlepin is. A lot of the places are switching over to synthetic. So yeah, yeah. So, but I'm of the mindset that if it's a rule, then it should be enforced. Yeah, and in something like the worlds or the mixed worlds where you don't have officials and you're never going to have officials because it's just you can't there's too many yeah. people it's too crowded you can't do it um yeah it would be really cool if they had you know for the playoffs and stuff like that that you had lob line officials and stuff like that that'd be kind of neat they should you should the finals but, should definitely have officials um so i i just feel uh that if it's if Captain should be able to enforce it. You shouldn't have to be, you know, worry about someone's feelings. But what if it we're should... talking like mixed doubles or singles? Like people were, people came up to me at the Easter Classic and were saying, "Oh yeah, this person's lobbing all the time." 
Well, if they are, are you saying anything that's about a, that's it? A well, turn, no. That's up to the tournament director at that point. Yes. But then what do you mean? Like we're talking teams, teams that have to enforce it, or you're talking a single person has to. Like, you know what I mean? I, it's it situational, maybe... depending on the tournament. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could they make a device? Um, yeah, it's called a follow button. But yeah. you got to... You know, it's not it's not like a it's not like the tow line where some places have an actual, you know, laser laser that yeah, goes across, laser. and if you cross it, it goes, goes off. You know, it goes off. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really difficult in the game of Candlepin Bowling to do that. Yeah. So that's a good. I'm not. We're we're way over. Um, and I'm tired. So, and I got a busy ass week at work. So, uh. Jesus, is there something you don't complain about? Weather, work, time. Yeah, this weather, this weather right now sucks. The summer has sucked. It was nice out today. The sun was out the majority of the day. It was yeah. it was humid. <laughs> I don't Will like you figure out what you want. It's I want I want humid. I want 75 to 85, sunny with a nice little breeze to keep the bugs away, dry and not humid. During I the day, and I want to go to the bathroom in, but I'm not. And I want 50 either. degrees, 50 degrees with a nice little breeze at night coming in my window. That's what I want. Then move, princess. All right. Let's, so let's, anyway, let's, uh, let's so folks, uh, moving forward, please send us your questions, your comments, your concerns. Send us your stats. Send us your results. Uh, you can send that to ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at ripping the rack podcast brian if you would please offer the disclaimer and then where else can they hear us big booty brian yes well the views and expressions of ripping your act podcast are those of the king of north calvin log tim matero the hall of famer and the coastal crusader brian athlete if you do not agree with these take a look at this kitty it's a kitty you can also hear us on itunes iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, google podcasts anchor breaker spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts well thank you brian it's a kitty. Hi, Ember. It's a kitty. It's oh, that's Sersha. Sorry. I'm I'm not used to seeing Ember, so I just that's what yeah. came to my head. Uh folks, as a reminder, we will not be on Monday, September 4th. Uh, we will be on Monday, September eleventh with special guests Matt Nichols, Ashley Breton, and Brittany Underwood. This is gonna be a busy show. Can we that fit is five good. people on one screen? We can fit up to oh, ten we people. Can do it. We'll look like the Brady Bunch. We're gonna look like the Brady Bunch, and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna talk to uh, some of the younger folks. F you fun, and uh, hopefully they uh, they're not so nervous that they do the Bobby Brady clam up thing. For those of you old enough to remember the Brady Bunch, he had a little bit of a struggle. They got on camera, but then he got over it. Just saying. Great. So, thank you guys. Thank Have you. a great weekend. Red Sox. Jesus. Bye, Red Sox. Thank you for sweeping the uh, Yankees and go Red Sox. Red Sox suck. Red Sox.